back, relax, and strap it Been around the world, been around the block, been around girls that knew Biggie and Pac, like Vita Guerrero, you know what took her to the top, she'll give you some you let her throw up the rock, let her throw on your chain, she'll throw you some top. Welcome to the Strap It Down White Sox podcast. It's May 25th, Thursday night, boys. This is Suds, I'm here with the Schwab, I got JT in the house, how you guys doing tonight? Dude, Thursday baseball is uh is not the Sox strong point and I mean it's 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 amazing how bad they are on Thursday. It's amazing that we've been at least I've been doing this for almost a year now and I still don't think we have a Thursday win. <laughs> All right, so I wrote this down cuz I knew this would come up cuz it's it's honestly Thursday night's the best night for us to record. But, but it's it the worst night for White Sox baseball. <laughs> I'm always pissed off when we record. I'm always just constantly complaining. It's brutal. Dude, it's I remember absolutely brutal. At the end of last year, Jay Kuda, our boy, did a uh, did a breakdown on days of the week record for the Sox. And Thursday was their worst record by far. Yeah, it, it was easily, right? So, all right, I wrote it down. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go through the days of the week. Start with Thursday. This, this is, is just for this season. 2023 season. All right. <laughs> so so Thursdays, one and six. You guys know when the one win was? Uh, I do. Because I, to- I told you. I know. Two, you, you know? I, one I and six on there. Thursdays. But I don't remember. You weren't. You, you were not there. No, all right. So that gives you a then? hint. Opening day. <laughs> <laughs> How painful. I, w- I can't believe we won opening day. But right. Wait, I mean, that's the we thing. Have not like, I can't won, believe they won that one. We have one. not won on a Thursday since opening day. <laughs> that, what is the only Thursday, Thursday we've won? Nice. <laughs> Dude, we got to investigate. We got to talk to Tao. I was going to say, Legs is going to Tao on, <laughs> on Wednesdays. <laughs> see if Yoan's spending his Wednesday nights at Tao. Dude, how insane is that? All right, so it gets better, right? I was thinking, like, I can narrow it down. Turns out we just suck on most of the days. I mean, again, <laughs> this year it's been bad. Right? Okay. This year I don't think we've won a record in many days. <laughs> okay, so Friday we're 2-6. and six. Oh, there you go. It's not a good sign for tomorrow. And then Saturday and Sunday, both 4-4. Four and four. So we're 500 on, I guess. On the I don't weekends. know if you consider Friday the weekend, but 4-4 four and four each Saturday and Sunday. Monday we're 1-4. Tuesday, 5-3. And then Wednesday, four and four. So if the only every day could be Tuesday. Only only day of the week we're over five hundred is Tuesday. It's because it's five dollar beer and five dollar dogs night. G spot. <laughs> I was actually waiting for like a couple, like three days we were gonna be over five hundred. Like man, we really suck. You oh, it's awful. The, you look at so the overall bad. record. But I, I mean, we we might have to think about changing the day of the week that we record, boys. So we got a lot of White Sox baseball to talk about. It's been Schwab three weeks since we last talked. A couple, yeah, two or three. Too many weeks. So the, since sure. the last time we had a, a strap it down pod, the White Sox went ten and nine. Which three weeks? Yeah, yeah the last three weeks, ten and nine. Which thankfully the last seven we were five and two. 
That makes the nineteen game uh makes the nineteen game sample a little better. I mean that and losing three out of four to KC a couple weeks ago was just absolutely brutal. Like that just cannot happen if we're gonna claw our way back into JT, that was a series that we were going into the last time we spoke. So that was, coincidentally, the last time we were on Apple TV. We're on Apple TV tomorrow night, which the Sox are very good on Apple TV. So I I, I put a lot of money on the Sox tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been, we're like, you know what? We're good on Apple TV. I think we're 2-0 on Apple This is TV. when I'll bet the Sox. We won last time, Schwab. That's when you came over for the game. Uh, yes, I remember this. It was good times. So... I got I got money on the socks tomorrow, but you're right, JT. We lost three out of four uh, at Kansas City. Then we had the series with Houston at home, lost that. But ever since we lost the series to Houston, we went two out of three at home versus Cleveland. We sweep the Royals at home, and then we go to Cleveland and win two out of three. When's the last time we won a series in Cleveland? That was, I mean, you're feeling great, and well, then like, you have that's the, the thing, right? Like we. At least recently, we've shown some like signs of life, and you just need it to carry over for an extended period of time. And God forbid we do that. So I was in an Uber. We have, I was in an Uber the other day, and the the Uber driver was a Sox fan. So we started talking, and he's like, "I just don't get it. Like they have good players on the team, and they just continuously and consistently." He's like, I don't understand it. And I started laughing. I was like, I've been trying to figure it out for three years. Like, you, we have the talent. You ask he wants to come think, on the pod. I think getting Moncada back is huge. Um, even though yeah. Berger did a great job in his spot, I think he started out the season hot, and he's kind of continued that since he came back. I mean, Liam should be coming back right around the corner. Um you know, crochet's back. The bullpen is almost back, basically. Joe Kelly's been on an incredible hot streak. Um, we we just need the bats to consistently perform. And, you know, I, I hate to say this, but our most consistent bat so far this year has been Andrew Vaughn. And he hasn't even been, you know, kind of who have I expected him to be this so far this year. Um Legs is Legs is talking to me for my PK comparisons, and I feel bad about it, so I no longer talk about him. Well, I, I mean, I, I consistent bet. I'm very down on Vaughn right the now. Other day, and he's still not far off. He's just got to hit the ball out of if he if he hits you know three or four homers in a two week span, he can be right at where where Knurko was at at the age of 25. I will say Knurko hit 30 bombs in his age 25 season. I don't think. Andrew's going to get to that, but he was never supposed to be that type of hitter. He's a gap to gap doubles hitter and he's top five and top 10 in the major leagues in doubles. So he's driving in runs and he's, and he's hitting the ball into the gaps and he's hitting the ball hard. And he was never supposed to be the guy on this team. He was supposed to be a great supplementary piece that was going to replace Abreu. He cannot be our offensive leader if this team is going to win. He's got more homers than Abreu does this year. I know that well, much. Abreu, he has fallen off. I, I was looking at he the, is totally washed, and I love it. Uh, I love to see it. Who is it. I think there's like 175 qualified players on MLB.com, and I I looked up 
the worst OPS. I think Jose's bottom three in OPS. His OPS is like five seven. It's like TA esque. Him and TA, like what? What? Are, what are they doing? What? What happened to TA and Jose? JT, come on. You you haven't been watching much of the White Sox if you're saying Vaughn's our most consistent hitter. He's been terrible recently. Yeah, and that's the terrible. point that I'm trying to make. For the first quarter of the season, that's how fucking bad we've been. I mean, Jesus. Um, all right, well, all right, speaking of that, JT, so let's do a little quarter season evaluation. We're going to give, let's go around the horn here. Let's do some grades. We, so... Can, can right we now, just give him a we're six a, games a, back. Hum, a unanimous big fat F minus. Like <laughs> they don't deserve any we can talk about why we think they were bad or what we think went wrong or what we think about what's coming up, but there should be no debate on the all fact right, that they J- got a big J- fat T, F minus. I, I mean overall I agree. F for sure. But let's go let's do Four grades. I want four grades out of each of you. I want the offense. I want the pitching. I want Pedro and Rosemary Rick. Those are the four the grades bull- I want. So I think starting pitching and bullpen. All right, do you want to, you want to split the bullpen? Okay, so we'll do five. Split split starters and bullpen. JT, lead us off. All right, so we're going to start with the bullpen, which has been... Which started absolutely horrifically. So I'm going to give them an F. Even though they've picked it up as of late over this last probably 10, 15 game stretch, they get a big fat F because their ERA was over like seven or eight runs in the first 30 games. Like it was ridiculous. I'll give the starting pitching a D. Actually, I'll give them a, I'll give them a C minus. Because of how good the they've, last two they've been over the last two weeks. They've basically kind of carried us over the last two weeks. The offense gets an F. I mean, absolutely horrific start. As I just said, Andrew Vaughn's our consist- most consistent hitter so far this year. And he, you know, he hasn't been anything special. And he's not a guy that's going to lead a team on the offensive side. Um, Grafal, I'll give a C. I, I don't think... I think all these guys played so bad that there was nothing that he could do in terms of a lineup, in terms of bullpen decisions, in the grand scheme of things, that maybe he ekes out one or two two more wins, but these guys have been so bad, this is all on them. So I, I still don't think we have enough to judge Grafal on. I think he's maintained a little bit of positivity and, you know, He's these guys are still playing hard, so he must be doing something to, you know, try to bring that clubhouse together. And, you know, I think it takes time to do that. I think the culture in the locker room are they playing hard? You you think they're playing hard, JT? Harder than last year. I mean, I loved when he sat Robert on the bench after dogging that, what was it, two, three weeks ago, where he dogged out a ground ball and. He was on the bench the next day. I love that. I think he's bringing in some accountability into the locker room, trying to build a culture, rebuild a culture that was kind of destroyed over the past two seasons. And, you know, 
I, I still don't think we have enough to judge him on, so I'll give him a, a flat C. And then Rick Hahn gets an F because all of the concerns that we had going into the season, specifically, I'll talk about not having a fourth consistent outfielder to potentially back up Oscar Colas if he struggled out of the gate, which is exactly what happened. How nice would it have been to have Cody Bellinger, you know, take a flyer. He got paid, what, 10, 11, 12 million this year? Take a flyer on him. No, no, no. Bellinger yeah. is making like 18 There, there are a bunch of guys One year deal though. tier that are all performing this season. And yeah. he didn't go out and get a guy to, you know, let Colas slowly take over that spot and give people days off, and we've kind of gotten hurt. Um, and then I, I think I, yeah, sorry, go and, ahead, and then go ahead, JT. The, the second base problem. I mean, we heard about how Romy and Romy was going to be all world. He was awful to start the season. He's showing some signs of life. He's moving his he's moving his fingers for the first time. <laughs> this season in the last probably three, four games. But, I mean, between Romy, Lenina, I would love to see the stat on, you know, what our second base war is compared to the rest of the league. Because second field and right field, second base and right field, which we knew were problems going into the season, have to still yeah. be bottom five yeah. in the majors in terms of war. So, Schwab, there you go. What do you get? What do you got? Uh, yeah. So we have what bullpen. Yeah. Uh, I'll give bullpen a uh, a nice D minus. Um, and like, what only thing that saves me from the F that Tui gave him is Hendricks has been out and Crochet's been out, who are arguably their top two arms in the pen, right? So they've been depleted. You know, Santos has did done some nice did some nice things. He struggled a little bit of late, but he you know was pretty good at the beginning. Um, but they've been, I mean. No one's been good over there. I'll give the, the starters a D. And it's really, they could be an F quite e- very easily. Um, bats are an F. It's, bats are an F? Dude, they, they're awful. They're <laughs> awful. They don't hit the ball out of the park. So they don't bad. take walks. They don't They don't steal bases. Like, what exactly do they do? I wouldn't give them. All right, I, I got my. I mean, I they're, my they're awful. Our best bet is Jake Berger. All right, Berger's stats are like literally top Our, twenty in the league. By agreed, the way. and you know what we did? We sent him to fucking Charlotte to start, start the year. Uh, Pedro gets a C. I agree with Tui's assessment where, you know, there we've been so bad and awful. It was like, yeah, Pedro, try whoever you want. They all aren't aren't gonna do anything for you. And again, I know you love to call it Rosemary Rick. I go the front office because I still don't know who's making decisions, whether it's him, Kenny, <laughs> Jerry. I mean, shit, Tony may still be making decisions for this. Will you stop office. defending Rosemary Rick for uh, once listen, in your life? I don't. Rosemary oh Rick sucks, God. but they all suck. Uh, I can't listen to Rosemary talk without wanting to vomit. They, they, get, just, they get an it F. literally makes my skin and crawl. the fourth outfielder. It shouldn't be Bellinger. You know who it should have been? The fourth? The fourth outfielder. What about the third? Well, okay. He would have been the third outfielder when Nicola sent down, but, like, you know who should have been and would have been perfect in the spot? Conforto? Nope. Adam Duvall, Duvall. who was on absolute fire 
start of the year until he, he got was hurt. on my he was on my fantasy team and I when he got hurt I was devastated on fire. What did he sign for? Adam Duvall's contract is I I so JT I was going to interrupt you earlier when you were talking about the the Ben attendee. I so I would have signed Conforto I think. Conforto signed for 2 years. For like thirty five yeah, million, and then we Rick ben attendee and another out. We needed two outfielders. Yeah, but I I think I would have went Conforto over Ben attendee. Well, the, I mean the main difference with well Conforto didn't play last year. So it's that it's was a easy to mark. say now. He's only hitting, it's easy to but Conforto brings more power. Right, exactly. We have no power. He's got like ten home runs and you know twenty RBIs, but he's only hitting two thirty, and his on base is like three thirty, three forty. Dude, max. look at his OPS. Can play all right. Duval, one year, I, I seven would, mil. One year, seven mil for Duval. All right, yeah. I mean, we should have signed him. That would have been perfect. But JT, to counter what you were saying, ten home runs for Conforto. How many does Benintendi have? Zero. Look at OP. I just want to know one stat: OPS plus Conforto versus Benintendi. Okay, but right ben, now we didn't sign Benintendi to hit home runs. We signed it. We signed him because. He's the only guy on the roster that can grind out at bats. He's what? It's a left-handed outfielder. Benintendi and Conforto were literally the same market. If I'm Rick Hahn, literally they're competing with each other. Benintendi wanted a longer deal. Conforto wanted a shorter deal. So Benintendi, right off the bat, is higher risk than Conforto. I know Conforto was coming off the injury, but if you compare the two, like. I would expect more than right now. He's Benatendi has zero homers. Fine. I I probably I, I'm not gonna blame Rick Hahn because Benny has zero homers. I would have thought he had more than that. But Conforto clearly had more power. Looking at the past three years, he's he's clearly a better, in my opinion, hitter than Benatendi. Schwab, do you pull up the numbers? I sure did. So on the year, Andrew Benatendi, or I'm sorry, Michael Conforto is at point four or is at point two WAR. Benintendi's at .4. OPS plus, Conforto is 107. And Andrew Benatendi is at 88. So Benny must be a much better fielder than Conforto. Three on the war? I would be my why guess. Why don't you sign both uh, of them? Unless they haven't Everyone played. Everyone talks about how we need left-handed bats in this lineup. Sign fucking on both On-base percentage is basically the same. Yeah, you could have signed both of them. That's fair. Do you think Benintendi or... T.A. will hit a home run this year? I mean, I don't know what's going on with T.A., man. He he must just be struggling after the the rehab assignment or the, the injury. I mean, a left knee strain is not good because a lot of your power comes from the knees um, and the legs. So I'm hoping he turns, he starts to turn it around. But, it, you know, I think Steve Stone says Dude. it in every broadcast. When TA goes, this team goes. And I, I do think that's true. Um, so we we need something you think out it, of him. If if not for anything else, then to give him some trade value, so that if we do sell at the deadline, we can get something for him. Do you think um, you think TA his injury? Or you think he's hurt right now? Well, I'll tell you, you what. I'm not giving him. That he sucks. If I'm the White Sox, I think what we have one more year. Even after this 
absolute travesty of a start. And this kind of goes into what we're thinking for the rest of the season. But I'm going to kind of ride with this lineup. And you got TA, you got a club option on TA next year for, I think, $14 million. I mean, it's tough to get a shortstop of his caliber when he's healthy for $14 million. And, you know, maybe the unfortunate thing is Colson Montgomery hasn't played a game yet this year. It would have been great if you could bring him up next year and you have a Montgomery-Anderson shortstop or middle infield. But and I just, I'm laughing because I can't believe we're already talking about next year in the trade deadline as sellers. It's just so sad. Do you guys know what do you guys know what TA's um percentile wise in the MLB? He's got for his average. He's got to be like. No, 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 this is for the his average sprint speed. So how fast he runs, percentile wise. Where do you guys think he is? I mean, he's pretty fast. So where where would you rank him? Sixty three, ninety. JT. So according to according to Roto Wire, he's in the forty three percentile. Ooh, that's not great. So does that mean? So how do you feel about? That just mean he doesn't. How do you run? feel about? Yeah, how do you feel about Pedro making his players hustle now? Well, JT. again, well, a but, knee strain. You gotta have the guy healthy for the full year if you're gonna make a run. And so if he's jogging some balls out, right out coming out coming back from injury, I'm okay with that. He's he's tried to steal some bases recently. He stole a couple. So it's not like. Look, I think T.A. plays hard, even if it doesn't seem like that some days. But he took an extra base today on a throw that went all the way through to home plate, and he got to second. He recognized it, and he got to second. So Let me give you some other stats on T.A. real quick. Percentile ground ball rate. Where do you guys think he is? Percentile is yeah. 88. J.T.? Yeah, it's got to be something up there. He hits so many... 96. My apologies. Fly ball rate. <laughs> I know it's the inverse. So if, you, if you watch him in the box for the last, if you watched him in the box for the last week, he's drifting forward and he's the best when he keeps his hands back and all of his weight back and he just tries to go to right field, right center. He's getting out in front of himself a little bit and his hands are drifting forward and so he's rolling over on a lot of stuff. But I think that's just a matter of timing and once and probably not feeling totally 100% confident in the knee yet. And once he gets the legs back, I think you're going to see the TA of old come back. I don't see a world where TA hits below 290 for a full season. I just don't. I'm living in it. I'm living in that world. I've I've lost all confidence in basically the whole team to do what I expect. So I just kind of uh, accept whatever happens. So are you guys... I don't know. Let me ask this question. Are you guys done? You think we're out? You think we're give, throwing the towel? No matter what happens really between now and the deadline, are we sellers, basically? They need to go on an absolute tear at some point in time. And it's got to be a tear for... Two weeks. They've got to put together a 
a 10 and 3 two week stretch in the next 5 to 6 weeks i it's, it's a it's tough the only, question the only way the only way they should be selling well i no more than 48 hours ago i Put a hundred dollar bet on the Sox to win the World Series. So I'm no clearly more than 24 hours ago. I believe you told us the Sox are back. And then I proceeded to watch them tonight. Tonight, I think, was the worst effort of the year. And the reason I'm so mad, I'm mad about the one in seven or one in six bullshit Thursday record. But this is exactly what Pedro said was he was gonna avoid with what we saw so much with Tony is Pedro said when we would play the Royals, he could look across the dugout and say, I know we're going to win today because they're not going to bring any effort. And and tonight, we brought no effort. We had the offense. You said, JT, you had a good point. I, I was blaming the pitching, and I still will. But at some point, the pitching's been awesome these last seven days. And you got to get bailed out at some point. We had four hits. Gavin Sheets bomb, which which was good. Everything else, nothing. Berger had a hit and a stole base, which he stole the first round of the game, which was awesome by Jake. Uh, Jake has been very impressive, aside from the five I love, strikeout. What game. a what an awesome story that is. By the way, yeah, and we we got to talk about that. But today, the pitching, eleven walks, eleven walks, and how many walks did White Sox batters take? Zero. No, Schwab. No, I what, saw. I saw. What do I care about, Schwab? A, I think Romy took a walk, right? <laughs> nope, zero. Did he? Hang on, let me check. Zero walks. You must be. You must have been and watched a replay of two days ago. What do I hate, Schwab? Uh, the fact that we walk everybody and we never take a walk. <laughs> Eleven to zero. I was I was like four drinks deep before this podcast even started watching that game. I mean, is that it's, how does that not make you sick to your stomach? Dude, it's it's right before you know they started having any sort of success. You know, I would I think I think like this is you know four or five years ago. I think I was at a Sox game and I was texting you legs and I'm like it's like Infante or some fucking bum on the mound and I'm like, dude, he's thrown thirty two pitches. <laughs> 18 of them are balls. balls. Like, this seems like a problem when our pitcher is throwing more balls than strikes. <laughs> just some some random reliever who's terrible. Random ass like, dude I, who now is playing is in the Korean league or the Mexican league or some league that's not in fucking not even America league. And it's just like throw a goddamn strike. All right, last one, last one, and then I'm giving you guys my grades. What's TA's ISO? Percentile? Percentile. Two. Yeah, it's got to be less than five. J- Zero. Dead last. Dead last in ISO. It's his impressive slugging, when I go two he, and he I'm, might, overall, his, I'm too high. His slugging might be lower than his OBP. It, it is lower. Is it is lower high? than his OBP. Oh, my God. His OBP, at least doing? going into the day, was 284. Have, dude. And his, OB, what his is slugging going? is 283. That's uh, that's impressive. Congratulations, Tim. I I applaud you for that. Oh my God, what is going on? This is night. This is a nightmare. What's going on is we suck. We're only six we games the, back, and yet we have the third worst record in baseball. 
No, we're six games. It's fine. Dude. Right, great. We're going to win the division. Third worst record in baseball. I agree this with you, This is not guys. good for we're my mental health. Division. I think we're we will. Somehow gonna We've win said this, this somehow, the last two years. I just, I can If it weren't for the Royals and the A's, we'd have the worst record in baseball. And we can't even beat the Royals. I mean, we swept them, but we can't win in Kansas City, apparently. Oh, Bummer came in for two, a quick two spot against them today. <laughs> Seriously, though. But I actually, I, I want to talk about the move that, that Pedro made when Giolito was getting hit around a little bit. At that point, it was four to two or four to one. It was way too late. Way too it late. It was the fourth inning. You got to give him. It was, dude, did you watch, do you watch every pitch of that game? No. He, it was, it was obvious from pitch one that Gio had nothing. He had seven walks. Okay, but you have to get some innings. innings out of a start like your starter. You, no, yes, you dude, do. He had no, he had nothing today. Nothing. But he pulled him. He dude. pulled him after three and two thirds, which means he recognized it. You give a starting pitcher a couple innings to try to find it because it doesn't always happen right out of the right out of the gate in the first. So he gave him a shot. Dude. He could tell it wasn't happening, and then we got out of the fourth inning at four to one. And then Sheets made it four to two, and then Santos came out and gave up another quick one. But then it was five to two from the fourth to the seventh, and we didn't. I don't think we had a base runner. That was the same thing happened yesterday. By the way, we won six nothing, but after the fourth inning, we didn't have a base runner. Well, that this is that is a trend with this team because there was a game last week where we didn't have a. It was the game. Um, where we went into extras, it went in, or it didn't go into extras. We didn't have a base runner to the sixth, seventh, or eighth. And then Yoan Mankata had a base hit with two outs in the ninth, and we were down by like two runs. So we had one base runner in the last four innings of the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. How is that? I just don't get it. All right. So, so JT, you were saying that you wanted. More innings out of Geo today? No, but you in the bottom of can't, what were you going to pull him after two innings? We just did a bullpen dude, game. Dude, in the, the bottom other of day. the third, he got out of the bottom of the third with no runs. He walked. The, he literally walked the bases loaded. He walked the bases loaded in the bottom of the third, and then in the fourth, he he walked. Badu left let off with a home run. He walked Miguel Cabrera, who's literally the worst hitter in the league right now. Miggy's the worst hitter in the league. How dare you say that about Miguel? So, Badu homers, walk, double, ground out, walk. At that point, you take... Giolito walked the bases loaded in the third. He, he had seven walks through two and a third. You have to take him out. You can't have seven walks through two and a third. I get you need innings, but the, pit, the starters have been good. You can't afford to give away games now. If Gio got pulled after that walk and Santos gets out of it, then it's a, instead of a four to one game, it could have potentially been a, a two to one or three to one game. That's fair. It, you, G, Gio literally, dude, he could not throw a strike. It was, he, this was the worst effort that Gio's had in two years. I know it like, he didn't give up many runs. It was horrible, horrible. Yeah. I mean, so that, I, I don't that, know. I, I pay, I paid your, I was happy that today. he pulled him that early. I thought he was going to try to get him through four. So that's why I was happy about it. But to your point, yeah, I mean, do you pull him earlier in an ideal world? Yeah. 
but you got four against Detroit, and so you can't. And then we just had a bullpen game the other day, so he he probably didn't want to tax the bullpen as much more than he needed to. And if Geo gets, he didn't. He got out of the jam in the third. Maybe you know he does something in the fourth. But I think I think Rafal was trying to get him through four. I mean, maybe it's more on Rick because now we have one injury to the starters and we have no depth. We we don't have who do we have? Schulten, Jesse Schulten. Right. I mean, again, and this is he like, pitched well know, the other a night. Common refrain. He did. He did. But like, this is a common talk we have, right? Roster construction. We don't, with the exception of Crochet, who just came back. We don't really have a guy in the pen who's built for multiple innings. Right, I mean, it's Crochet and it's Jimmy, and Jimmy, you know, was the opener a couple days well, ago. Well, it was supposed to be Ronaldo, yeah. but he has been just atrocious. Oh, he's been awful, and he's been, you know, he was a back-end guy to start the year, and now he's just been struggling. So it's like, you know, you don't have, like, in the ideal world, you have a, your 13th man is, a, you know, is a, Davis Martin type, right? For lack of a better phrase, or you know, maybe a slightly less than Davis Martin uh, is the Schultons guy, right? Who can go out there in a game where your starter is struggling, throw you three, four innings, and you hope he kind of finds something that works that day, and he's able to pitch well. We really don't have guys who are able to go more than two innings on a good day. Yeah, I mean the we we know the roster construction. We know that for a fact. We've <laughs> said it a million times. Talked about it a few times. So here's a question. Do we see a path with the expiring contracts coming up to potentially do a quick rebuild and improve the roster for next year and make it fit a little bit better without doing a full sale, you know, Sell at the deadline. Question: Who is making those decisions? Well, that and did he previously work for stop, the stop the Rays? defending Rosemary? I'm I'm asking if he worked for the Rays. I'm saying if we hire a guy who worked for Tampa, <laughs> sure. I'm not defending him for once. Calm yourself over there. I'm asking if we have a guy making the decisions who I isn't you were gonna say it was who hasn't worked for the White Sox his whole life. Maybe I, I like our chances. If it's the current brain trust, well, no. I mean, we lo- yeah. we, we saw how long Gar Pax lasted, and that oh, might have been what a mess. That might have been worse than this. So, Dude, I, I, and the only it, reason Gar Pax is gone is because Jerry said Michael take the team, and now AK is driving me nuts. Like the, oh, Jerry. <laughs> Schwab's Schwab's done. Besides beside himself. But he he's still a rosemary defender. Schwab. Because you, they all why? suck. They all They all suck. I'm not sure how I would like to blame all of them. To just blame one of them, any of them, Jerry, Kenny, Rick, to just blame one of them seems unfair to the other two idiots. <laughs> All right, I didn't do my grades. I'm doing my grades real quick. Finally. No, very quickly. Starters D, only not an F because of the last two weeks. Did you yell at me and I gave him a D minus? <laughs> well, I upgraded. <laughs> D, get your 
because of Kopech's well, last year. Kopech potentially we, we argued about. Kopech potentially figure that, shit out. It that that is like the unexpected surprise of well, the last. They two made it. If we a, actually we, are gonna win they the made division, a tweak to his wind up, and so he's hiding the ball a little bit better. And I saw an interview with him where he says he's more confident in his changeup than he's ever been. And he goes, I've been trying to figure it out for the last 10 years, and I feel like I finally got it. And he goes, I think it makes my fastball way, way more effective. So if what they did was wind up, and then he continues to throw the changeup, continues, I mean, I I think we're going to see a lot more of this. Well, tell him to talk to Dylan. I mean, I think the big thing with Kopech is he's challenging hitters. Yes. He's still getting the Ks up, but his pitch count isn't ridiculous. How many walks the last two outings? Zero. Zero. Thank you. All right. So starters, D, saved by the last two weeks. Bullpen, D, saved by the last two weeks. Offense, D, just just a flat. Again, straight I D. said F. You're angry at me because you and you gave him a D. Pedro D. It's the lowest grade for Pedro. Yeah, because Pedro Pedro hater. Did Tony? You still want Tony? Did Tony? Was Tony ever ten games under five hundred? Was Tony oh, ever fourteen games under five hundred? No, no, no. Because <laughs> Tony had a couple players who played fucking well. If I right, hear Pedro, what, if I see one more Tony defender. Because of how the I'm not a to- season Tr- started, I'm going to lose my Trust mind. me. Trust me, I'm not a Tony defender. I'm more of a, I don't know if Pedro was the guy. But <laughs> we'll see. I mean, Pedro, I need a little more fire out of Pedro. I like what happened with Luis. I agree with you there, JT. Jury's still out on Pedro. I'm hoping, I, I kind of have visions every now and then of like, you know, in October, we're cheersing to Pedro being... The, the manager, the best manager in the history of the franchise, turning around Rick's debacle. Speaking of a Rick, F minus, that guy. Get this guy out of my face. Rosemary Rick. You want Rosemary to be fired and then hire, uh, they give all control to Kenny? I don't, I don't care if, any, I don't want you, anyone. Want? you want all control to Kenny, don't you? Give. You want Kenny back. You want Kenny pulling all the strings. I will literally have. Hashtag a- Team Kenny. Dude. Get Rick Hahn Kenny Lagatuda. out of there. I am so tired Nikki Williams. of Rick Hahn's attorney speak. Rick Hahn thinks he's like the smartest person on the planet. Mr. Michigan man, give me a break with Rick Hahn. You're just Jesus. mad. You well, we all knew. No, we all Mr. knew. Mr. I couldn't we get into Ivy League, so I went to Michigan. He Rick got hired. Get out of Michigan my face, man. Rick. Oh, my God. The North Shore. Like, I, the guy... <laughs> Literally makes me sick to my stomach. I get him out of my face. I wa- I can't hear him speak anymore. He, Jack, you said it best, dude. Three years, the guy. We haven't had a second baseman or right fielder in three years. Do you want to talk about the COVID year? We were trying out Nomar Mazzara. Oh. We we literally haven't had. Oh, give me a right fielder. What 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 can we do for a right fielder? You know who loved Nomar? Mush. He sure did. <laughs> Sure did. I what what can we do for a right fielder? For the love of God, I I'm just so tired. I'm tired of. How many years can you give him? Ten years. How many winning seasons, Schwab? One. One. The COVID year. Ten years. He said. 
The, or no, no 29, 20, I'm, I'm taking out the COVID. 20, 2021. Yeah, 2021. Right. I'm taking out COVID. Ten, all right, so if you back that juice, out, right, eight juice years, ball, one, year, my bad. Juice ball, yeah. Juice ball wonder, half the team, half the White Sox. We're, it's, dude, can we get Fernando Tatis in the dugout so we could shoot up the guys so we're, we don't have warning track power? Nobody can hit home runs. Ben Attendee, it's not like the guy hasn't hit home runs before. He comes to the White Sox. Mm. His power's never been good, though. Never been good, but it's never been zero through 50 games. I'm getting aggravated now. It's like, do we have to bring Menachino back? Oh, my God. What and is you blamed Frank the Tank. I had one How whole podcast. You need to apologize. I had one whole podcast blaming You need Menachino. to apologize to Frank. What, what can we do? For the love of God, can these guys just win some ball game? When we lose to the Tigers, I was in such a good mood before before 6 p.m. today until we walked 11 Tigers and we walked zero times. 11 walks, dude. Eight. 11 walks. Have we ever walked 11 times? I, I would make every... I would make Giolito walk seven guys. I would make him run seven miles. Crochet walked four guys. I'd make him run four miles. Listen, this isn't fucking high school I baseball. don't care, Calm dude. Your ass run. Calm get your around ass the track down. and run. Calm seven miles. You know how many, seven miles. You know how many homers your boy Benny hit last year? How many? Guess. Eight. Tui? Total? Total. Hit, I think he hit 14. Last year. He hit five. You have five last year? Five. All right, then Rick, that's even more. Three for the Royals, two for the Yankees. He had five. five home runs last year? Yeah, five. In in Miska Muska Park? Well, I mean, he only played 33 games for the Yankees, and how knows, who knows how many of those were at home, but yes. What did he have the year before? A uh, year before for Andrew was. And that was, he was on the Royals at that point, right? On KC? Just Give me, for Benny, give me the last, like, three years home run production. Because I want to know what Rosemary was thinking. <laughs> Your boy. Uh, in 2021, he hit 17 in, with the Royals. In 2022, between the Royals and the Yankees, he hit five combined. Five? Uh, in 2020, he only played 14 games, so we count out, we don't count that one. In 2019 with Boston, he hit 13. Man. So taking away the one season, he didn't play at all. Uh, and his rookie year when he only played 30 games, he's 2016, 13, 17, 5. And then a big fat goose egg this year. I mean, the reality, though, is you're counting on 30 home runs from Eloy. You're counting on thir- 25 to 30 from Robert. You're counting on 15 from Vaughn. You're counting on 15 from Mankata. Well, Yaz. Yeah, 15 to 20 or 25, really, for Yaz? 20? Like, you're expecting other guys in this lineup to hit home runs. You needed a guy that was going to grind out at bats. And you needed a lefty. Here's, here's the problem, though. You're counting on thirty for if like if you're counting on thirty from Eloy, you're assuming Eloy's gonna have some semblance of health, which <laughs> he has shown he is incapable of. Yeah. No, I I get that and 
That's where I don't really have an answer for you because if you're Rick Hahn or the front office, whoever you want to you want to say is making the decisions, Kenny, you sign the guy. You sign the guy to a, a deal before he got to the majors to bring him up because he hit the cover off the ball, and you know he, that's going to translate, which it has when he's healthy. And you really don't have a. What is your other option? You trade him, but. You know that, I mean, Aaron Judge has had problems staying healthy. And then he stayed healthy for a full year and he hit 61 homers and he got paid a billion dollars. That contract is going to turn out terrible because he is going to, older he gets, the more he's going to get hurt. He had injury problems when he was You know what I do if I'm, if I'm any member of the White Sox? I call Herm Schneider up. (laughs) I say, Herm, here's a billion dollars. I call Alan Thomas up. Alan, here's half a billion dollars. Oh Can you God. two come back? Because we seem to be slightly less dead when you guys were here. I don't know. It's just, this is going on a year and a half. I, I, what did we do to deserve this? <laughs> a year and a half? What, what did, what did we do? It's been going on our whole do. lives. What did we do to deserve this? That, that is a great question. Well, I... Dude, Jerry made a deal with the devil in 2005. Uh, and uh, it was your win one, and you'll never win again until you die. And uh, that's what we're dealing with right now. Dude, 21, though. So there, there's been a couple games. There was a couple games against Cleveland where those games resembled 2021. We won the games like 8-2. to two. You know, we won like five or six runs, and we were just hitting bombs. We just like overpowered the teams. That felt very similar to 2021, where we won 92 games. We were we were solid. We were, you could, I think when the Braves won, they had fewer wins. They won the World Series. They had fewer wins than the White Sox in the regular season. It just, I, I don't, I mean, what happened from 21 to 22, where, and then from 22 to 23, it's like. I, it's the craziest shit, right? I mean, like, if you look at the Sox, the only the only guy on that team who's been like, who like was old and is no longer on the team is Jose. Yeah, I I don't get it though. They were all young. They're all like they're supposed to get the better. Main, the main pieces are still there. Um, the injury luck has definitely not been on their side. Yaz hasn't been able to stay healthy, and I think he's taking a significant step back. Um, but it's just it's. It's insane. I don't get it. All right, so I do we have any levels of optimism going forward? Because I think, there, I think do- there's a world where, you know, we play 600 baseball the rest of the way, and we claw— 600? Yeah. It, we're the third worst team in baseball. <laughs> Well, Third we're, we're not going to get that. And we really are the second worst team in baseball because baseball. the A's don't so I basically count. Pick the Dude, lowest the A's, amount of oh we my had to do to, in order to make the playoffs and win the division, which is probably about we do have six. Baseball. We have six games against the A's left. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, James. We might win four of those games. Let's do the PMA segment. Good segue. Let's talk PMA. We gotta we gotta lift the spirits. We gotta be. Come on, guys. I'm with you, dude. I've done it before. You said it the you said it yourself the other night. Are they back? And you know what? And you were wrong. 
Dude, I I'm gonna I, refuse to believe that. Until, I want them to be back so bad. Go on another 0 and 10 stretch and just just bury me alive, basically. Oh, bury me alive. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Jerry's buying the shovels, burying all the fans alive. I don't know. Tell me about some PMA. Let's talk about Cole Pack. Uh, well, let's start with Jake. It, let's start with Jake Berger. He deserves the, t- the top of the agenda. Dude, he's he's been a monster. He's been a monster. I mean, the guy, he tears, had, he had terrible... the guy tears his Achilles not once, but twice. Goes through all that rehab. Comes up last year. If you remember last year, he started super hot too. He was hitting the cover off the ball. He was the yeah. only guy last year who could hit for a period of time. Gets hurt again. And then I don't remember really remember what happened with him in the second half of the last season, but he gets doesn't make the team out of the out of spring training. Mancada gets hurt, he gets brought up, and he immediately starts hitting the cover off the ball. I mean, he brings some energy to this clubhouse, to the dugout. This is a guy that has grinded through so much rehab, through so many years in the minors. And when you watch him play, it looks like he's having fun. And it I can't say the same for a lot of the guys on the team. But he looks like he's having fun, and he's getting rewarded, and... I think it's such a cool story, and I'm, you know, I love seeing it. All right, so uh, since I'm clearly in that place today, um, <laughs> all right, you know, you may have heard that a man by the name of Eloy started his rehab assignment in uh, his rehab assignment in Birmingham today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's say in a week, a uh, week goes by, Eloy's back with the big league club. So uh, are we playing Eloy and Wright, or are we playing Jake at second? Uh, and which guy gets hurt quicker at those two positions? No, so here's what, Dude, here's I, what get I think some, This do. is a PMA segment. Here's what I think Schwab. they do. Unfortunately, gonna, my positive they're is put, they're gone. They're going to, when Berger DHs, they'll have Eloy and Wright. And then they'll rotate between having Eloy and Wright, Mankata playing third, and Berger DHing. Those guys will all like all rotate days off and DHs. What about sheets? So that is the, I think that's a bigger issue with Eloy coming back than Berger. Berger's going to find his way into the lineup either at third or at DH if Mankata needs a day off. Um, but I think Gavin Sheets, especially with them bringing back Clint bringing up Clint Frazier, like who is Clint Frazier going down? Like, I think Sheets has done a really good job this year. I wouldn't send out, uh, who, who would go down by the way? I think it's gotta be Frazier. Frazier has actually been pretty good. Look, I, I don't disagree with that, but it's one of those where like Eloy's playing outfield and DH burgers playing third and DH. You know who Sheets I would... is playing out right field and first in DH. Like, 
you just don't have Rayfield starts to give Clint Frazier. You'd yeah. send down. I mean, he, uh, what's his face? Yeah, so uh, it's, it's either Clint Frazier or Sheets. And uh, I don't see how you send Sheets down. He's no, been, it can't be Sheets. Been, so let's talk about him a little bit. I think he's I would done, send down Hazley. He's been really good, like very solid this year. Not really good, but very, very solid. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, Hazel, it's Hazley or Frazier, and those are the only two guys you can send down. Well, is I think Jake, Hazley, this goes back, this goes back to roster for Frazier. Yeah. Marisnik got sent down for Frazier. Marins, he's he's gone. He's done. He got DFA'd. Great. Perfect. So he's probably a free agent unless he played a game for the Chicago White Sox in 2020. Well, it was because Billy got Billy got hurt. So he was like the pinch runner. But all of a sudden he got like a spot start against the lefty. It's like, give me a break. Just put sheets out there. Well, it's like I don't understand why he came up for two days to get sent down for Frazier. Swabby, can you give me Frazier the right lefty splits on sheets? I, I don't know. Like, they don't give Sheets a chance against lefties. It's not even fair. That's the You can't problem. judge it. It's like, give him six games yeah, a year. So that's why I asked. It's like, he, honestly, he has good at bats. Like, he swings it, he swings that yeah. stuff down, down and away a little bit or down and in. But, I mean, he hit a home. Remember that home run? He hit it as eyeballs earlier this year. Like, yeah, that was, that was, I awesome. think when he does get a chance in the right situation, he's going to have a, <laughs> Very solid major league career. What do you got, Schwab? <laughs> so, on the year, you want to take a guess on how many at-bats Sheets has against lefties? Two. Four. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. Three Ks in those four played appearance, in those four at-bats. Well, yeah, because if you face him four times, but, yeah, you don't I mean, get a chance. Yeah, you can, he's ba- you he's can't, face him yeah, four exactly. at-bats. I completely agree. So, I mean, again, it, it, it looks bad, but at the same point in time, you got to get more than four bats. Well, explain to me why everyone's so afraid of lefty on lefty when it's like every right-handed hitter just faces a right-hander every game. It's well, like, why are you so afraid of lefty? I'm like, it's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. Don't tell me, like, lefties have, like, a bigger curveball. It's the same. It's the same. It's literally the same. But it's because if you're a righty who can't hit a righty, you know what you're called? What? An accountant, a, a teacher, a, <laughs> not a baseball player. You can't play baseball. Like, congratulations, you're not well, playing it, baseball. I, if you are a right-handed hitter <laughs> and you cannot hit a right-handed pitcher, you are not a baseball player. But why is it so hard for a left-handed hitter to hit I'm a lefty? I'm not sure if it is, but if you're a lefty who can hit, can't hit a lefty, you can still play baseball. But why is it so different is what I'm saying. Because, because it righty, doesn't happen as much? Be, yes, 100%. Because Nikki, all right, growing up, growing up, so from the ages of, let's say, 10 to 14, how many lefties did you ever see? Very few. Wasik? <laughs> Is Wasik the beginning I, and end I, of But it? I don't care, dude. If you're, if you're a professional hitter and a ready, I, I just, to me, it's like, maybe is it the reps? Just like in batting, you can't have in... Well, it was in it, BP or before the games in what you, whatever you, they're doing, you can't have the left-handed reliever throw his bullpen session to a left-handed you, hitter. Do you remember my favorite left-handed AL Central killer from the Royals? Uh, give me a hint. What era? Uh, what, year, what years? Left-hander? Left-hander on the Royals. Uh, the Sox, I don't think, ever beat him. First name started with a B. I want to say it was early 2000s. B. 
be that long ago? Yeah, like, maybe maybe later. Let me let me let me pull it up. Let me pull up the man's career. Lefty. Well, I I thought you were gonna go Danny Duffy. Lefty no, career. not going Danny Duffy. Um, this man makes Danny Duffy look like a a punk. So this was uh, before. I, Danny I know Duffy? exactly who you're talking about. And I cannot... 2009 to 2014 for the Royals. Lefty. I can't. 2009 to 2014. He's played for like half of Major League Baseball. Starter. Yeah. Huh. Brand, is it Brand, is it Brandon not. Belt? No. Brandon Belt? He's a he's a, he's first, a first baseman. baseman right His <laughs> last name starts with a C. B C are the initials. B C. B C. What? Shares a first name with a famous uh, karate man. <laughs> what? Dude, I don't. I have no Bruce, idea. Oh, Chen. Bruce. Bruce Chen. Chen. <laughs> And I remember, I remember listening Bruce to. Shen I remember. Us. Oh I, my god! Right, Bruce Shen. I mean, the <laughs> guy has more wins against the White Sox than any pitcher in the history. Of oh my god! And I remember listening nightmare. to a broadcast when Bruce Shen is just carving us up. They're like, the Sox need to employ a batting practice pitcher who throws with his left hand because <laughs> Bruce Shen and every lefty is just carving us up. And then, funny enough, we. Killed lefties for two years, but now he can't. We even. couldn't hit a lefty to save our lives for the longest time, and it was, and you know, it was like we need to hit it against a lefty. Hawk was convinced that we had our lefty to throw BP. We'll have it figured out. <laughs> Bruce Shen just tearing us up for. All know, right, five that was years. good. That was good. That was yeah. I I was struggling for a while there, but Bruce Chen gave me nightmares for uh, five years. Sure did. All right, so next PMA. So we we got some PMA for burger and sheets. Let's go to Michael Kopech. Yeah, good call, JT. So, started out the season rough. I said before the season that we're going to see a big jump from him this year. I think we had the we had the outing where he was tipping pitches, and I think recently, as I said earlier, he made some mechanical tweaks as his windup to hide the ball or a little bit better, or at least how he's gripping it in his glove. Because if you look at the beginning of the season, his hands were way almost out from his body. So as a hitter, you can see that that forearm moving, and you can pick it up. Um, but the last two outings, he has just been lights out. And I talked about the changeup earlier, but uh, he's also going through some work with his slider, where his slider became somewhat of a curveball, and it wasn't as sharp. So now he's he's tweaked that so that it's a lot sharper and looks more like his a fastball coming out of his hand. So he's made some tweaks earlier this year, and I think we've seen some early results in the last two outings. I mean, he's been absolutely fantastic. He had, took a perfect game bid into, what, the 7th, 8th? Yeah. And one's well, a broken bat single, too. Goes eight innings and then fouls it up with a 7 Seven inning, two hit, one no walk, nine K outing. So, I mean, he has been incredible the last few start, the last two starts, and I think this is just the beginning of what's going to be a a really good career for Michael Kopech. What year? Here's a question: no, for I mean, you. What year did Justin Verlander get good? Did he was he good like his rookie year? 
because I, I don't, he's, I, I don't remember, like I don't good. remember until later in his Tigers career where you'd go against Verlander and you're like, oh, we're, we're in trouble. I think Scherzer may be a better comp. Would be my guess off the top of my head. Yeah, Scherzer. I think, Scherzer, I think it, Scherzer was definitely after Verlander for sure. Uh, yeah, his second year. He was, or his first full year, he was seventh in Cy Young voting. Year two, he was fifth in Cy Young All voting. Right, well, JV. Very off. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Verlander maybe was bad the first couple of years, but doesn't sound like it. I, I mean, his first year in two starts, he had a 7.15 ERA, and then for that, it was 363, 366, 484, 345, okay, but Scherzer, 337, Scherzer 28 season, age 28 season. So he was. Yeah. I think sure. I think Scherzer's a pretty good comp. I mean, or could be a good comp. JT, you make a good point. I think Kopech, he's finally. It, it, he's he did, he barely not pitched the last three years. Like he didn't pitch in yeah, 2020. I, then he got hurt. Yeah. And or he was in the bullpen for 21. Then he got hurt last year, and then he started coming on on the at the end of the season. And you saw the same stuff at the end of last season that you saw with Cease the year in 2021. Yeah. And then last year, Cease made yeah. a big jump. I, look, I am still very high on Michael Kopech. I think he's going to be a big piece when this team makes it to, to October and we eke out a division <laughs> I think he is going to be locked down in the playoffs. I... I, I think Michael Kopech's going to be a big piece of the next rebuild. Dude, Col- all right, so if we make the playoffs this year, Kopech has to finish in the top five, Cy Young. Which I think all right, is Schwabi, you're, one you're so in ten chance. You want to you wanna do, you wanna make I'm a bet right now? Him. I'm not down on him hey, at all. Hey, hey, did I tell you who the Sox had better record then? <laughs> let, let, dude. I'm talking PMA. I'm the only one who put no, I, my money I want where my mouth is. Schwab. Well, isn't Mush supposed to get a tattoo? Uh, probably, it's Mush, probably. I gave Tui $3 by the White Sox. Don't tell me I didn't put my money where the mouth is. Mush I was, Tui made the bet. Mush but was I gave supposed $3 to get a Hanser Alberto tattoo. I think we should pay for him to get a Hanser Alberto tattoo just for fun. <laughs> I... <laughs> That that guy needs to get off. Boys, I I still think we, I think we got. I'd shot. rather have the I'd rather stink. have Gavin Sheets playing second base than Hanser Alberto. <laughs> Car, uh, Carlos Correa just went on the IL. The the Guardians stink. Are we gonna lose? Are we gonna have a worse record than the Tigers? Than the Javi Lions? Give me a break, dude. They stink. We better win three out of four. I Schwab, we got we got. Three more against the Tigers. Then we got three at home versus the Angels. Let's talk about next week. What are the matchups? What what do we got tomorrow? And then we're going to project record over the next six, and then we're signing off for the night. What do you got, Schwab? All right, tomorrow we got Lance Lynn versus a man by the name of Joey Wentz. What's Joey Wentz's numbers? Joey Wentz is a left-handed pitcher. With a one in four record and a seven point four five ERA, thirty one strikeouts over 
he he might have to change his name to Sandy Koufax after tomorrow night. <laughs> I mean, if we don't damn straight, if we don't bomb Joey Wentz on Apple TV, just forget about. All the right, season. I think I think we go four and two. I I right, I'm on, optimistic with we five still, and one, but we're going four. Dude, and two. we we haven't even done the matchups, and you're predicting we got to do the matchups. Give me Schwab. What do you got? On Saturday, we have Michael Lorenzen. All right, against the always tough. TBA. <laughs> well, so that's Jimmy and uh, Schultz. Schultz. No. Whatever is not <laughs> Oh, my God. I'll, I'll blame Rosemary for that. How does Romer- Rosemary not sign another starter? God. Well, it was Davis, man. He can't, he can't anticipate guys getting hurt. I mean, if anybody knows anything about the White Sox, Heaven good health it. is yeah. assumed. Yeah. All right. So, Schultz and... Jimmy against Lorenzen. All right, the 28th, what do we got? Sunday, we have Eduardo Rodriguez. Ooh, not good. Versus Dylan All right. Cease. Well, Eduardo's been pretty damn that, good. This that's going to be a really good, good matchup. However, Mush did just trade for Eduardo <laughs> in fantasy, so I like her chances. I, I have him on my team, All right. too. <laughs> not I picked I him up off the waiver immediately. Time, time to build. I would time trade him build. immediately. Or All right, cut him. so what do we do with the next three? I think we sweep. Two and one. I'm saying two and one as well. All right, and then three against L.A. What do you got? We have the wonderful Jamie Barria. Who? Listen, man, he's a starter on the Angels. The Angels? Yeah, Jamie Barria. What's it? What's his number? Uh, Jamie Berea on the season has started one game with 11 games pitched, 28 innings pitched. Uh, so he's our uh, 27 Ks. It appears that Jamie, Sounds uh, like he went five innings in his last appearance, uh, four innings in two appearances, uh, two appearances before that. Uh, not a traditional opener, but he appears to be you know a little bit of an extended reliever, long reliever type. Uh, he is your anticipated starter on Monday. What do we have? Kopech? Michael Kopech will take the will take the mound for the White Sox. Okay, I like that. What else we got? On Tuesday, we have Griffin Canning against Lucas. I didn't know how to throw a strike tonight. Mm-hmm. Giolito. Gio. All right. Next, we get Otani. That's what I want to know. And on Wednesday, the White Sox will face. Left-handed pitcher Tyler Anderson. Wow, no Otani. All right, no Otani got? against Lance Lynn. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, six All games. Right, we're going five and one. Predict your record. Five After and hearing one those for matchups, I'm, I'm five and one. You know what? Fuck you guys. Six and zero. Oh. oh boy. Yo, if we go six and zero, oh, JT. You're coming over next Thursday, and we're having six rum and cokes. I'm in. Schwab, what do you got? Five and one. Five and one? Really? You guys are that? Again, man, what can I tell you? I hate them, but I still am a tortured White Sox. God. You got to believe. This is a a disease. (laughs) This is a sickness, an absolute sickness. We're all freaking, we're all sick. I'm going to go, I'm going to go four and two. Who are they losing to, Legs? They're losing. We're going to win two of the next three, and then we're winning two out of three against the Angels. 
You guys are basically calling for a sweep, at least one. I mean, I don't. There's no way we split this series. Sweep of the Angels. Tigers. All right, all right, gentlemen. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't know. We're are we gonna talk next Thursday? Or are you guys gonna bail on me again? Hey, you guys bailed on me last week. I did bail on last week. I had a great story too. We work with. Bought Gavin Sheets a shot. Guy came over. <laughs> yeah, that's right, JT. You you saw him at dinner. Gavin Gavin is he he was a man of the was a problem on his team. Nice. He's been solid. And I was I was honestly a little bit surprised. I thought I thought he'd big league me. <laughs> and he he couldn't have been nicer. His wife couldn't have been nicer. Big I was a big vet Gavin Sheets fan, even bigger now. Dude, I, Gavin would never take me as a guy who would blow you. He he seems like a genuinely great guy. I like Yeah, that. but if you're looking at me in a restaurant, I mean, I think half the population I I, would big league me. <laughs> quick story about Gavin. My nephew, I bought him a shirt off 500 level, and it was a uh, Gavin Sheets shirt. And my brother-in-law brought him to the game, lifted him up on the dugout, and said, Gavin, check out the shirt. And he's like, oh, that's the best shirt I've ever seen. <laughs> Gavin was loving it. He seems like a great guy. He's having a good year, too. I, I, I'm loving what he's doing on the field. So, gentlemen, what do you think? We're going to get back in this thing or what? Yeah, but did I waste my money a hundo on the White Sox? Did you put on them to win the World Series? Yeah, that was a waste of that. We'll see. I believe Only time will tell. Can Gavin. I get half of that? No. <laughs> All right, I'll just have to do it myself. You could do it yourself. <laughs> All right, well, only time will tell, boys. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. See ya.